everyone, it's Benji here. I just want to let you guys know that the Budget Overland podcast is uh, no more. Uh, ended that back in February 2024. I just wanted to come on here and give you guys a disclaimer as to not buy anything from Budget Overland Official. The only two things that you should be able to join is the Facebook group, and that is under groups, and it's called Budget Overland. You have to ask to join. It's still up and operational. And then BudgetOverlandPortal.com will still be up and operational until the domain name runs out, which I believe is good till 2026. Anything, everything else that's Budget Overland out there, please don't support. Please don't buy. It's either spam, scam, or something else. Uh, just want to let you guys know, I did start a new podcast called Newfound Overland. It's available on all major platforms. Love to have you over there. Uh, just kind of disclaimer here, guys, up front before you get into today's episode. There's a lot of gold out here. You know, every episode we had some good guests and good topics. So I don't want to discourage you guys from listening further. So please do. And I'd love to see you over on Newfound Overland. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Budget Overland Podcast. I am your host, Benji. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode is pretty fun. I've got a friend on, Justin Williams. He is an admin now of Budget Overland over on the Facebook group. He was a moderator forever, and I just felt like, what the heck, let's bump him up to admin and help me out some. Uh, He does a fantastic job behind the scenes, and me and him just have a conversation. We have no agenda of what we're going to talk about. We're just having a conversation, and we briefly touch on GMRS radio and ham radios, kind of just bounce off the two, and other than that, some interesting things that are going on in our world of Overland. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Here's today's episode. Justin, how in the world did you get involved with overlanding? Man, I've always been doing something with four-wheel drive since I was a kid. I've, my parents hated it because I always tore everything up. But uh, I grew up in south Louisiana since I was 14. There's really not much to do but mud ride around here. There's, there's a yeah. mud ride or hunt. So, and usually you combine the two. But uh, probably around <laughs> probably around COVID, around COVID time, I mean, I just started seeing a couple of YouTube channels. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. I like camping, you know. Let me let me try and start a build. And I was I was kind of mm. up in the air whether I was going to make purchase a new vehicle. I mean, I I got a 2010 Tacoma with with my job on the river. I'm I'm hardly ever in my truck. My truck usually sits 200 days out the year. So getting a brand new mm. vehicle and paying a note for something to sit in the parking lot seemed pretty absurd, right. you know. I was like, ah, instead of putting money into a brand new truck or pay a note, like, hey, let me let me jump into this Overland deal and ended up finding uh, a Body Armor 4x4 tent when Body Armor 4x4 first came out. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time, and I ended up getting the tent, the awning, the annex room, Everything shipped to my door for thirteen hundred bucks. So I mean, wow, that's the, unheard the biggest, of. Now. Yeah, I mean the the tent. I think the tent's right at like not right at a thousand, like nine hundred ninety nine or something like that. I know you can catch it on sales mm. for a little bit less, but I mean, I was like, ah, let me get that. And I like taking my son with me whenever we get a chance, but uh, he doesn't get to go on too many of my my trips, like the rendezvous in October yeah. or more in April because he's in school. But mm. uh. You know, I just, it's like, yeah, let me give that a shot. And I've met a ton of awesome people at these events. I mean, there's people that, that I met at more, Caleb and uh, my buddy Mark and Rob, we all just happen to be put in a camping spot next to each other. 
like all five of yeah. us. Yeah, it's funny how that works out. It really is. And I mean, we're in we're in a group text to this day, like back and forth. You know, I mean, nice. I happened to cook a jambalaya and a pasta lie that first year, and now two or three months leading up to to more, I get texts. Yeah. Hey man, you cooking? Yeah. People are planning their menus and what they're going to make or what they're going to bring or whatever, you know. And, uh, oh, hey, we didn't even plan anything for Friday or Saturday night because we know you're going to cook. You know, you, you better right. show up. You know, I mean, it's just uh, it's the friendships that have come from just random people is is awesome with this with this right. crew, you know. How did you, so watching and getting involved with, you know, you, you say you bought the tent and all the awning and, and the shower room and all that stuff based off of like looks like from watching YouTube videos and you're like, you know what? That looks kind of practical or cool, or I want to try that out versus like ground tent or trying to sleep in the bed of your truck or any of that stuff. How, how, how did you decide what road to go down? Cause it's kind of a commitment at that, at those price points you know, that you're, you're going to go down. So how did you come to those conclusions? Well, for one, I'm old and I don't like sleeping on the ground. So that was, <laughs> that was, a, that was a kind of a no brainer. <laughs> I mean, if you camp, I mean, I used to camp all the time and it never fails. You can, you could bring a bulldozer in and bulldoze a nice spot. That could be your spot. Like perfect. <laughs> the moment you lay down, there's going to be a root somewhere. There's going to be a stick oh, poking yeah. you in your back. There's going to be a rock or something, you know, I was like, oh man, I was like, let me let me just try this rooftop tent deal, and that's I, I mean, kind of looks, kind of practicality. I mean, it was a, a multiple of factors, you know. And it's like, you know, let me get this, see what see how it works. But it was one of those deals. Hey, this is entry level. I know this is a bare bones model. I know this is like it's almost as budget as you can get with a rooftop tent. So if I happen to not like it, hey, I could maybe flip it, get some money back, and I'm not stuck with mm-hmm. like an eye camper for like two grand, mm-hmm. something like that, you know? Right. So I mean, I was trying to trying to go about it, the trying to get my feet wet with it, but still trying stay in a budget. Yeah, all those tents now, man. Like the hard shells, they're like pushing three to five grand. Yeah, I saw on, it's insane. Saw an advertisement today, and it was like nine hundred bucks off. It's like, oh yeah, that kind of looks like a good deal until you see it, and it's like a thirty-eight hundred dollars tent, even with the nine hundred dollars off. <laughs> like, man, uh, that's insane. It, you you have to be committed. You know, I mean, I was once I once I built my Tacoma out, and it, and went on some of these trips. Like, I went up to uh, Land Between the Lakes with a buddy of mine, Richard, and his wife Sharon last July. I just happened to end up with a random weekend off, and I was able to go. The wife and kids were out of town, so I just took off. I mean, it It said it was going to be like 75, 78 degrees, but the humidity was killing me. We were on like the Tennessee, yep. uh, Kentucky border. It was miserable. Yep. Even with a big like Ryobi fan and all, it was miserable. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try and uh, look at either like a zero breeze or, a, you know, one of those portable ACs. But I mean, that's just one other thing to pack. One other thing to pack, and you got to charge it, then you got to store yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, that's... I don't know. I'd like to test out one of those, um, whatever the, the zero breezes are. They look kind of, you know, as far as my understanding, kind of pretty much takes out the humidity. It's not like, you know, like a window unit, you know, if, 
I feel like it kind of takes out the humidity and it, it converts it and it just kind of blows it into cold air. But there's also Freon yeah. in it. So I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'd be curious to see how that works. Yeah, you know, you, you and it you see all the reviews on them, and it, but I mean, something with a price tag, I think they're what like twelve, fourteen hundred bucks. I think you can find them a little right. bit cheaper than that. But it's like, man, I pull the trigger on that, and I'm not pleased with it. And you go to resell it, yeah, even even brand new. I mean, you go to resell it, you're not going to get what you paid for it, so you're taking a hit, right? You know, now I mean, if I best case scenario you know you got a buddy that has one hey man let me check it out real quick you know and and try right. it for a weekend i mean that's the, that's the best and to, to get it. to get an honest review from you know youtubers or whoever instagrammers it's it's really hard because a lot of those i mean most of that's an affiliate based um strategy for them you know to but there's there's some good review people out there uh that are honest with their reviews uh, but some will just, they'll, sh- they'll sell you whatever, you know, like a snow cone and, and, and a snowstorm yeah, exactly. or something, exactly. <laughs> anything to get their, their sale. Yeah. But that, that leads me to my, to my next little point being in Louisiana. I mean, May from around May shoot sometimes even earlier to November, or December. Can't do anything with that rooftop tent. I mean, you can, but you're going to, you're exactly. going to lose weight cause you're going to sweat it all off. I mean, that's how I feel about diesel heaters. It opens up the whole, a whole winter, you know, of camping, you know, in the teens and stuff. I would have never thought I would camped in the teens. It's insane. Those are definitely a game changer, especially for their their price point. I mean, for about a hundred, 150 bucks, you're good. Amazon ones. I mean, uh, what the we bass though. And, oh, what's that other one? I think the one I have is like a firefly or something. Mine's like a Vador or Vador or v- something weird. Is it Vivor? Vivor. Yeah, I think that might That's be it. it. But then, I mean, you see those, and I mean, it's it's so cheaply made. So I mean, you're gonna have de- you're gonna have oh, defects yeah. with it. You know, I mean, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's hit or miss. You know, so there's five, pe- five there's people a- that say, "Oh man, that's an awesome one," and no one person, "Oh man, that's a piece of junk" because they got they got the lemon. You know, I mean, it, but yes, I mean it's one of those things. You're buying a two hundred dollar diesel heater, and that gets you one it's, season. Hey, man, that that's that's almost throwaway, you know. <laughs> I've had mine for two years, and what's so cool about these diesel? They call it the Chinese diesel heater, the cheap ones. You can get the expensive ones for about fifteen hundred bucks plus. But the cool thing about the Chinese diesel heaters, there's a Facebook group only for the diesel heaters, and because there's like you could have the same model. And you could have like six different ways to to code or program it to run. And sometimes you'll get like these weird uh, signals and stuff on your display, and you could take a picture and post that in that group. Be like, "What does this mean?" And they'll, they'll tell you, you know, or "Hey, it's you know leaking here," and they'll tell you the fitting that you need to replace it yeah. with. And yeah, I, I found out the hard way. I was in uh, I was in Missouri. I think I was. I just happened to be. I needed a shower, so I hit up uh, Table Rock Lake State Park. Right before it was uh two years ago for more when I went up there uh a week and a half early to go explore around. And uh I found out the hard way mine didn't like to run below uh what I think it's like measured in like ah shoot, I don't even I think it's like kilowatts or something like that. I think mine doesn't like to run below one point nine, whatever whatever the setting is, I forget. Because I had it on like one point six. Would it just sh- shut 1. off? 6, and it shut off at like two in the morning, dude. I woke up feeling like a 
feeling mm. like an Eskimo, teeth rattling. I was like, oh, man, mm. this is crazy. Jumped out of my tent, and uh, I think it had dipped down. It was cr- something crazy. I think it had dipped down to like 34 degrees or something. I was in gym shorts, flip-flops, and a T-shirt trying oh, to get gosh. that stupid thing started again. In the middle, it was like 2 o'clock mm. in the morning. I think I finally got it back running right at about 3.30. So you could even, and, and I know this from, from people that I've I've gone on trips with, you could test out your, your diesel heater in your shop 10, 15 times, and it's going to work every time. It's going to be that one night where it's like 10 degrees and snowing or raining, and then it's going to crap out. It's not necessarily crap out. It's just a different yeah. scenario. Um, you know, if the weather changes or if your diesel fuel gels up or something, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of factors. Yeah, it's that funny was my, though. that was my real first outing with it. And it, just like you said, I had let the thing run for like two hours before I left. I was like, all right, cool. I know it works, but I, w- I didn't think ahead and try and when, you know, trying to conserve diesel. I had it on a low setting. I should have done that yeah. experiment at home back in Louisiana where it was like 70 degrees. And didn't even need it, you know? Right. But of course, I could have done it here, and it it wouldn't have done it, you know? I mean, that's just... Right. And I, yeah. I am that person to where, I don't know if you heard the saying, a five-minute project is one broken bolt away from a three-day ordeal. I'm that guy. Oh, yeah. No matter, no matter what project <laughs> it is, I'm that guy. It's... it's Little, little Murphy's law, you know. It, it's if it, if if it can happen, and it can go bad. It's gonna be me. You uh, know. Let's uh, let's shift gears a little bit. You uh, you know quite a bit about radios and communications, I, right? I know a, a pretty decent bit. Enough to get enough to get. What's by. your forte? Like the G- GMRS or the ham or? I'm in. I'm in both. Your, I have uh I have a GMRS uh, Midland uh, 575 in my truck, and I also have a uh, a dual band ham radio in my truck as well. How do you like the 575? Oh, I love it. I had the uh, I had the 275 to begin with. I had That's the what 275 I have. to begin with. That's <laughs> a little more. Did did that come? Did it come with the new mic? The noise canceling no, mic. Or do you have to I buy, that, to buy one separate? that separately? I ended up buying that separately. Was it in your in your own opinion? Are both of those upgrades worth to it me to being a little radio radio yeah. nerd type geek? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I could tell the difference with the uh, with the noise canceling microphone, and I mean, I kind of like the on off knob. That way, you know it's off. You know, okay. you turn that knob, you you, you know the radio is off. It's not going to come on. Um, the, uh, I've not really heard a lot of feedback on it though. So that's why I was asking if I'm surely you've had it on. I'll tell you what, it's, it's gaining in popularity. Midland puts out some pretty good radios to where you literally just take it right out, connect it to the battery, wire it up, find out where you want to put it. And it's pretty much, they are pretty pretty much plug and play. I mean, you can't, you can't get anything easier than that. You don't have to program them. That's where programming's where all the headaches come in. You think you got it programmed right? You go out, you install it, and one little setting's wrong. So you got to take the take the the brain out, come back inside, and reprogram it. Or unless you have a laptop, you can bring it to your truck. But it, it's just, I mean, you can literally almost 
explain how to install one of them over Facebook or FaceTime in five minutes. Mm. I mean, it, it, it's pretty, yeah. pretty self-explanatory and, and pretty easy to install. And I mean, so let's rewind it. Let's rewind this just a little bit. So for people that don't understand what we're talking about, we're talking about like a glorified walkie talkie, more or less, you know, it's replaced the CB radio. It's a what clear channel. How would you describe the GMRS it's, compared to it's like definitely CB? A, a lot clearer audio. And it's definitely a, a pretty good increased range. I mean, you, of course, you if you look at some of these radios, you know, you see the, I guess the ones at Walmart, or I mean, hell, even the the Midland ones that are like at Academy or online says, oh, thirty mile range. Yeah, 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 right. Right. And like maybe perfect conditions, like stars are aligned just <laughs> perfectly. The desert, you know, the, the moon is aligned just perfectly. I mean, you, I mean, that's it's almost it's almost like false advertising if if you if you really want to think about it i mean that's like a very perfect setting i mean you're not going to get you're not going to get that but it's definitely a lot easier i think the most with the most with my 275 we were um it was the the it was the overland shenanigans group is what we called it back in march or february we did a trip in arkansas as a group of 10 12 guys and we were south of ozone and there's a huge hill i mean some might call it a mountain it's a huge hill we were down at the bottom on our way up and the guys were already at the top near the ozone burger shack the burger barn and they were talking you know they're like oh look at that tree and all this we were getting like intermittent chatter and stuff and then i i was able to reach out to them by the time we got to the top of the hill we're like was that you talking we're like yeah we were probably seven miles away but it was windy road seven miles it wasn't like a straight yeah, line a bunch seven of miles. obstructions and stuff in between you if you get yes. if you get up on top of a mountain and you have like i mean i've never been out west with it but i mean i i would assume you know you get out in like moab and stuff like that like out out in some of like the deserts yeah. around like vegas and stuff you know you get up on a couple of those hilltops i'm i'm sure the distance will be way better than it would be like say in Arkansas, some of the trails and like the Ozarks, you know, even, even being up a little bit high, you know, I mean, it, you're still going to have the trees, obstructions, rocks. I mean, it, it's, there's a bunch of different factors that factor into that, but I mean, line of sight definitely would definitely have a, uh, a better range. But for the most more most part, like, and I know nothing about radios and stuff. I just bought it because everybody else had it. You know, it's it's probably the number one um, style radio, the GMRS that people get because they want to communicate with people on the trails and whatever. But it's pretty much a plug and pl- play. Um, you know, unless you want to really make it look fancy and and plumb your wires in nice and all that stuff, that's going to take your the most time. Finding a nice place to mount everything, you know, that's it. Because the mic's on the hand on the controller, so it's like, yeah, you, it's you easy. Can definitely have a, a nice, clean, hidden mount to where you you just have, you know, the the plug for the the, the speaker mic wire coming out of the dash. I mean, they make they make little uh, almost it's almost like a not a, not a switch pod, but like a an actual jack, a mic jack that you can drill a small little hole. Mm. Just put that in your dash and wire it up to that. And I, I see a lot of people. That's cool. When they go park somewhere, they'll 
if they're not using it, you know, they'll disconnect it out of sight, out of mind. One less thing to be stolen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're driving a Jeep and your doors are yeah. off. That's yeah. awkward. How do you explain yeah, that? To really. well, you see what happened was. <laughs> see, my doors were off. Oh, they stole your doors. No, I, I took them yeah. off and I hung them yeah. in my garage. <laughs> that. Ah, you're a Toyota yeah. guy. Don't yeah, matter. Um, so anyway, like, um, what, what big trips do you got planned for 2020? I want to get up to the, uh, around the Buffalo river in Arkansas sometime this summer. I want to get up there. I want. Okay. You call me, you call me whenever you're going to do that. I'm like three hours away. You're a hell of a lot closer than I am. That's the only only bad thing about living down here in Louisiana, man. I'm seven and a half hours away from all the fun places to explore. Well, I, I don't, I've never been down to Louisiana, to be honest with you. I, I don't, I've been to Florida, been to Georgia. I've never, I don't really think I've ever been to Louisiana. Man, it's, Is there, it's crazy. We have, they have a, uh, a national forest, Kasachee national forest. It's broken up in about four different parts of the state on the West side of the state. They have a part that's in, uh, like Southwest. A little bit up, a little bit further into, uh, like above Alexandria, and then up in Shreveport, they have another place like Shreveport Natchitoches area. They have a part of it. If you go into the, the the southernmost part of it, there are maybe like two or three little loops. Everything else is a bunch of forest, like little trails that are marked, like kind of like they are in the Ozarks, but they all dead end. It's crazy. And oh, really? I mean, there's a couple that literally dead end and you can look on Gaia and within like an eighth of a mile or a quarter of a mile, there's another one right on the other side. And it's like, man, just would it literally be that much to take a bulldozer and connect them? You know? So, so are they bermed then? So they're, they're yeah, impassable. I mean, it, it, just, it dead ends at like a little circle and all, and it, it's ridiculous. Wow, like I have so crazy. many places marked on my Gaia that, it's obvious that the locals and like the, the high school kids all go out there for their little parties because you get to the end, you get to the end, turn yeah. around in one of these little circles and it's just nothing but beer bottles and cans. I mean, it, it's crazy. You hit, yeah, you shoot. hit two or three of those and you don't have any room in your trash bag to, to, to bring anything else out. I mean, I no. turned down one and uh, it, it was a pretty good one that went a little ways back. I mean, somebody had, it almost looked like they had brought a utility trailer back there. And it looks like you could have built a small shed from all the, uh, the building materials that they had, had dumped off out of there. It's crazy. And Jeez. you know, you, well, and that's, that's the people that don't care, man. And then it pisses that, you know, for you, it pisses, pisses it all away for you, me, your kids, whatever. It's like, it'll be it. There you, there will be a day where we all wish we would have stepped up a little bit more. Yeah, and it, it's it's bad, you know. I mean, we had I had to try to get everybody together to do a uh, a cleanup day out here, and you know, I had those spots marked. Yeah, I had made contact with uh, somebody in the uh, the national park, the little the I guess it's like a public creations liaison or something like that. She was really cool. They were going to get a dumpster in like a centrally located part of the national forest on one of like the main roads, and they were going to get. They were going to get trash bags. They were going to get all kinds of stuff. And we were going to try and like 
do like a little tag team with a couple other groups that needed like service hours and stuff. And, uh, I was mainly yeah. doing it because we're starting to get a lot more people down here that want to go explore these trails and go ride around. And it was like, Hey, you know, let's, let's get together and let's go out there and show that, Hey, we're actually trying to take care of the area that we have and let, because I mean, we were going to meet mm-hmm. up with a couple of Rangers and everything, let them see our vehicles Hey, okay. Hey, man. Oh, these guys are actually out here. They're not tearing stuff up. They're trying to to leave it better than they found it to where, you know, we're, we're kind of getting yeah. on their good side and, and, you know, trying to keep some trails open. And it was just, it was, it was such a headache trying to logistically get everything together. And it was, you know, people would say they would go. And then the week before the, the little cleanup date that we had scheduled, we went from like 20 or 30 people down to like four. And it's like, man, you know, I mean, yeah. kind of don't even, don't even want to go. Through why it. is it, why is it so hard for people to commit to that stuff? And then, and then they just feel like it's okay to just man, bail I, out. I don't know, man. It, it's, I guess it's like, I guess it, what do they, what do they, I guess it's like that with everything you try and plan. I mean, you try and plan a party or you try and plan to get together. I mean, unless, Unless you have a solid group of people that actually, you know, commits and actually follows through with it. I mean, you're going to have things are going to happen. You're going to have people. Oh, hey, I had a family emergency or, oh, hey, I got calls into work. I mean, sure, you're going to have but that. If, but I mean, switch 20 people getting sw- getting called into work or 20 people having a family emergency. I mean, that's kind of it's a that's, a odd that's what I'm saying, though. If you if you would have said if you said, hey, guys, uh, let's go wheeling this weekend. Uh, four people would have yeah. not showed up. You know, you would have had twenty six people. Yeah. You know, and now it's like, oh, we're gonna do some trail cleanup. Oh yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, put me down. And yeah, you know. I mean, it, it comes down to, uh, you know, I mean, some people just have a thought. Oh, that's 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 what I pay taxes for. I pay pay somebody to clean that up for me. You know? Right. But I mean, not my if, problem. And here's the thing: we have. Like what, forty six thousand people in the group, something like that. Last time I checked, forty five. Some, you know, I mean, if everybody in the group, say, say ninety percent of the people that are actually in a group actually get out, and go, you know, hit hit trails, do do things when they're able to, you know, ninety five percent of the people go. Everybody picks up a bag of trash. I mean, dude, that's a hell of a dent. Mm. You, know? you know. Hey, let's do that. Let's 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 do that. Let's do the budget overland one bag challenge. Hey, that'll work. Budget overland bag, and we we'll do it on uh, maybe this fall or something. Whenever the foliage and stuffs kind of died down, to where we could actually go in and clean it up. And like each club, each group, you know, go out. It's not like Earth Day, and we'll just do that. Post your picture, and heck, I get some sponsors yeah, yeah. and stuff. Uh, maybe we could do like giveaways and hey, stuff. That'd idea. be really fun. Post your picture and a hashtag yeah, that's or a good something. Idea. That's hey, a good idea. Make it. a note of that, man. But I mean, you know, if everybody did that, I mean, and, and you know what's, you know what, the, I mean, there's probably 95% of the people that, that are in this group that do do that. But, you know, nobody, you know, yeah. not everybody, not everybody posts pictures yeah. of it and looking for the recognition, you know? And if, if, if you're listening and you sure. do that, and they shouldn't have to. Phenomenal, man. I love it. Uh, keep it up. And, and you know what's fun? Yeah. You know, you, other people yeah. see that. Like, oh, wait, man, why is this guy slowing down so much? Oh, man, that dude's picking up trash. Oh, man, I'm I'm stopped. Why mm-hmm. don't I pick up trash? You know, I mean, it could be a snowball deal, you know, and just, just keep on going. Yep. 
Well, it's it should be the norm. And then I also like calling people out, too. If you see somebody throw something out the window or something, you, you stop and embarrass them, make them get out and get it. Like, there's no need for that. So, yeah, I'd like to call that like the Budget Overland One Bag Challenge. And maybe we could shoot for maybe hey, October or something. Maybe we maybe. can roll something into uh, to Rendezvous, too. That, that's a pretty good turnout at Rendezvous, too. Yeah. Well, uh, let's brainstorm that yeah. more later. I think that's a good Definitely. idea. All right. So we're coming up on 35 minutes. Is there anything uh, that you want to talk minutes. about? Wow. I've been blabbering that long. Man, no. I, I'll tell you what, Benji. It's collaborative. Uh, I got the itch while I was at Moore, man. I was the only one of that group that I told you about, Mark, Rob, <laughs> And uh, I know Caleb's got his conqueror. I was the only one in that original five-man group still rocking a rooftop tent. Yeah. Really? My buddy Rob, he, he, was, uh, well, he, was, he was rocking a tent last year. And he was rocking a tent at, uh, at Rendezvous. And about, a, about two weeks before mm. uh, more, I get a picture of a nice, beautiful, black hiker trailer. And that started me. That started me down <laughs> the path of uh, <clears throat> spending money. I ended up uh, hanging out with the uh, the hiker guys all uh, all throughout more. I tell you what, man, they uh, they definitely sold me on the uh, the hiker trailer, and not just the hiker trailer itself, but the uh, the the man. All of the uh, the people with hiker were just so down to earth and personable, man. It was, uh, it was definitely a hard decision with some of the trailers that they had out there, but, uh, I got back from more, thought about it a good little bit, thought about how hot it is down here and how I'm not able to do anything from May to November. So, uh, May 30th, mm -hmm. I threw my, my deposit down and started my build. So I got, uh, that's awesome. Now I have about three months of impatientness waiting for, uh, <laughs> waiting for that email to, for that. They say, uh, my build has started and, uh, waiting for that, e that completion build email. What it's looking like, uh, August or September, I should, should be in it. That's awesome. I'm happy for you. Cause you were like the whole weekend of more, you were just hanging out in the hiker area and then you'd come out and you'd talk to us and be like, Oh man, Oh man, I'm gonna get me that hike. I'm gonna yeah, get me that. It was, uh, <laughs> like, it was, it was definitely go get it. Definitely on my mind. I am excited for you because you didn't just you didn't just rationally like just throw down and like I'm gonna get that. You you did the pros and cons, and you're like, yeah, this is gonna actually work out for me. Yeah, in the it, uh, it's, it's definitely gonna be a gonna be a game changer, you know. But I mean, I was looking at some of those trailers at like I mean, the, uh, they had a guy near me that bought one of the, uh, I think it's the OBI graveler is the one that I was looking at the graveler two or something. It's like a, a work body box with a rooftop tent. But the thing was like, the thing was like $22,000 really? with no AC. And I'm like, man, I was looking. So yours has uh, air conditioning I, in I, it. I added it. Okay. So well, tell me about that. Is it like, 
a window unit? It's, it's the, what uh, is it? Is it like I a sleek low the, profile? Uh, I think it's a Dometic, or it's a it's either a Dometic or the, I think they're using a different one. I think it's a 120 20 volt uh, AC. So I'm gonna have to experiment with that and see uh, see if I'm gonna be limited with shore power or throw a little generator on there or add some more uh, add a few uh, lithium batteries with it. So for for the heat, are you going to use your diesel heater, or does it have a heater on? It also, you know, it might have a heater on it. I don't. I really don't know. I was mainly more ecstatic. Oh, it's like a mini split or something. I was like, man, I can, I can get, I can get well, warmer. Uh, it's harder to get cooler. You know, I mean, you it can, is, you can and that cooler, humidity just. I mean, there's only so much clothes you can take off, you know, before uh, before you start going mm. to jail and things like that. <laughs> that's the i mean okay so last year it was the first time i actually like hammock camped and and i loved it i was so comfortable and not only because i was like laying nice it was a lot cooler and so you know forcing yourself to kind of do that but still yet there's that fine line of when you're laying in bed and you've been in there for like an hour or two hours yeah. and you're just sweating that, there's just nothing I mean, worse I, I than I don't that. know about you, but uh, I mean, I'm spoiled now. I used to camp. It used to be awesome. And, oh, oh yeah. man, heat. Okay, whatever, when I was younger. But now it's like, you know what? I'm doing this shit for fun. I'm going to be comfortable. I'm going to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. There's no, there is oh, no exactly. need to like, suffer. I'm on my time and off like, from work, and I'm out here sweating more than I do at work. Nah, yeah. I, I got uh, to be comfortable with this. Yeah, not unless you're like doing some bushcraft yeah. or alone yeah, kind of contest. survival game. Yeah. <laughs> there ain't no contest. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. I can't wait to. So, what model is it, or is it? You kind of just build out well, your own you, stuff start, too, right? They have their own. They have a a little. They have shoot. Let me think. Like four packages, maybe. They have a uh, a highway deluxe, which is mainly like no off road, just a. You know, just a regular standard highway trailer where you could pull into like a campground. They have the, uh, I think they, they have the highway deluxe. I think it's the mid-range deluxe. And then the uh, the mid-range off-road XL. And then the uh, extreme off-road. And I went with the uh, the mid-range XL, 5x10, with a... Uh, so beefier suspension, beefier uh, tires. Mean, just a little, there's just little nuances that are different between the uh the highway model a little bit higher uh a little bit higher clearance and the one the one that i I ended up adding a uh a 21 gallon water tank a few different things two two seventy a lot of water yeah it's definitely going to be one of those fill up when you uh when you get close to your destination deals but i mean it's it's super light it's 20 2100 uh pounds so it's not going to be that heavy okay so i am on hiker trailers right now uh, hikertrailers.com dude, dude. hey this hey I, i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> say it now hey kate i'm not trying to get it i'm not trying to sell them on a trailer <laughs> i don't i don't think i don't think i'm ever gonna get a hey, trailer that, that's to be good news because i don't want to uh, just next time we all get together i don't want kate no. to like come after me you sold him a trailer you talked to me but, trailer. i mean <laughs> i'm not opposed to a trailer i just and and i i want to 
I'm going to have an episode out here. I don't know when it's I'm collaborating with a few people and I think I'm going to have you back on uh, after you actually get your trailer and camp in it because I want to get people's perspective pros and cons, you know, they wish they would have and could have, you know, and then just, I want some real feedback on the trailer option. Yeah. I mean, so those are good looking trailers, man. Man, I just, the, the build quality, everything that I saw while I was there walking around, I mean, hiker had that big area. They, they, they probably had, I want to say maybe 15 to 20 people with hikers in that, uh, in that VIP area that were staying there. Wow. Every single person that I talked to that had one of those trailers had zero complaints. Every single one that I talked to, you know, they, Hey man, I had a, I had a fridge box that was, that was kind of out of whack on my, on my trailer that from going off road so much, man, they, I, I talked to hiker, they fixed it. Like, I mean, it was, and the, the, the owner cool. was really, really, really personable. You know, the, one of the, the lead little sales guys is awesome. You know I mean? We, we, uh, they definitely, they definitely won me over. And I mean, they, they weren't trying, they were just, you know, nice. hey, we're not, no pressure. We're not trying to pressure you. The product spoke yeah, I mean, for itself. We're not trying itself. to pressure you into a yeah. sale. You know, Hey, if you, if you want, Hey, we can do a quote. I sat there in their booth and walked around with, uh, oh man, shoot. Now, of course, now that I'm, uh, now that I'm talking about her, I'll, forget her name but they were awesome you know walked around <laughs> hey do you want this you want this i mean you can literally go with their bare bones as they list it package or you can add anything and everything you know i mean i i was gonna cool. i was gonna do the solar panel but i was like ah, i guess i could do it after you know just trying to cut little things here and there to, to bring the bill cost down yeah and I, I submitted it and the more i thought about it the more i was like man I hate to get a brand new trailer. And one of the first things I have to do is drill a hole in it. You know, when I could have gone through the factory, had it, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to half ass it and do it, you know, to where it's not going to look good. But I mean, sure. There's a factory look and there's a a DIY look. I mean, that's like uh, going and drilling a giant hole in your fender for a snorkel. Do you have a snorkel on your truck? Man, that was so sketch. Like for me, I was like, yeah. you got one shot. You got one shot to do it right. So this was like my second install of a snorkel ever. And I think, I don't know, it's nerve wracking. Granted, no one's ever going to see that hole because the, the snorkel is yeah. so big on the outside. But anyway, I get it. It's like, you know, you spend that much money on something. You're like, yeah, I mean, I was going to hold one in, but I like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm one of those. It, it fits, if the water's up, over my, I mean, I got 33s and a six inch lift on my Tacoma. If the water's up to the bottom of my doors, yeah, no, uh, you're, you're not, you're not going to see me going yeah. through that. I'm going to live, I'm going to live to drive another day. I'm going to back up and go somewhere else. You know, now granted, I mean, if I, if I absolutely, that's really had cool, to, man. Life or death, you know, hey, it's just a truck, but I mean, hey, I'm going to, I, I got to give me one of those stickers that, that goes on the dash that says, uh, remember, stupid, you got to drive this home. <laughs> You know, that's right, but that's good. So as we head towards the exit a little bit, we're still a little ways away. We can keep talking. I don't mind. It's been good. What are some things that 
Justin did when he started out, and he's looking back at himself now, and he's thinking, "Gosh, why would I? Why did I do that? What was I thinking?" Is there any of those moments or or anything Man, that comes up? Every, Maybe it's every something time you bought. I go on a trip. I mean, I, even if I go somewhere like on vacation, or hell, when I go to work, you know, when I like this week, I'm going for 21 days. I know I'm going to overpack. It's it, it it's that's just a thing yeah. with me. I always overpack. So now every time I go on a trip, you know, I pack pack the truck, go on a trip, and while I'm on my trip. You know, I, I like like this last more deal. You know, I uh, I went up there for more, and I spent a week on the way back. You know, in mid mid trip, your truck or your your you know whatever you're in, if you've been living out of it for a week, you got to rearrange. You gotta you gotta do like a midweek reset. And you know, it's like why the yeah. why the hell did I bring this? You know, I mean, it's just so, there's so much stuff. <laughs> and bought if you bought anything to it more now you believe it or not. <laughs> I didn't buy if, if I spent if I spent seventy five or a hundred dollars or more that was on the high end. I I literally I mean I bought a little wow. I bought a uh, one of those little seatbelt leashes for my dog to keep her from jumping around while we're going on trips. I mean I, there was just there was just a couple of things. Those I mean I know you saw me with the uh, with that beef jerky that was going crazy on uh, on Facebook for more. I mean just <laughs> the little stuff, man. I luckily I mean I. I pretty much have bought everything that I, I need or I think I need. But the biggest yeah. thing, excuse me, the biggest thing with me when in the beginning was believe it or not, like like food and, and, and making, I mean, nine times out of 10, it's just me and a couple other people, you know? And if, if you're cooking and they're cooking mm-hmm. too, you end up with so much like leftovers. Like, if, I mean, I would do a, I would yeah. do like steak, a couple links of boudin and some, uh, some like potatoes and onions and I'd look at the end after I ate. It's like, man, I still got all this food left. Well, I guess, all right, I'm going to eat it for lunch tomorrow. And believe it or not, buddy of mine that uh, that I went to rendezvous last year, buddy of mine have been hanging out with down here, known him from years. He's actually in a group. Jonathan Hines blew my mind on this rendezvous trip because we went up a week early. Man, that guy has mm. to set up. He literally cooked the entire two or three days before we left and he smoked a brisket smoked burnt ends. He did all kinds of little, mm. little stuff, you know, I mean, some, uh, ended up bringing a couple steaks with some awesome, uh, rub on it. He vacuum sealed it all. Made, made egg bites. Nice. That, to this day, like that, that, that's my go-to camp breakfast. Now, if I'm going camping, I'm making these egg bites. That's awesome. Literally put like three or four in a vacuum seal bag. You literally have to heat up water. That's it. You have one pan. That's awesome. You know, in the morning, now, I get my little jet boil, throw my water in it. As my water is heating up for my coffee, it's cooking the egg bites in it. One one pot, you literally pour the water into your coffee, dump the water out, and you're done. Yeah. You have nothing the cleanup. You have you have no cleanup. I used to bring I used to bring a cast yeah, iron, that's... like all kinds of stuff, you know. I mean I still have a little small cast iron with me just in case I want to grill a steak or something like that. But I mean if if I if I can get away, I, again, I'm on vacation. I'm I'm enjoying myself. I'm camping. If now granted if I had a huge group, yeah, it would probably be impractical to, to cook that way. But I mean if, if it's just gonna be me, yeah. I mean that that's a that's a heck of an idea, man. I gotta 
I got to give him credit every time somebody asks me about it. It's like, hey, man, that's that's where I stole that from. But uh, so there's two things that come to mind. And whenever I started out and, and I'm still fairly new, I've been doing this like three or four years. The overpacking sucks because you're bringing stuff you don't need. And then you'll come home with all this stuff that you, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not going to take that next time. But slowly, you know, we're all we're all stuck in our ways. But multi-use items and even like it, it could be your gear, it could be your food, you know, so if you're freezing your food or if you pack stuff that you could turn into three or four meals out of, you know, breakfast burritos one night and you're having fajitas the next or whatever, vice versa. It's like the 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 minimum, the most minimalist you yeah. could be, the better off you are. And I think a lot of people now with all this crap that they've bought over the years, they're realizing I don't need this extra weight. I don't need this extra stuff at all. I just want to get to camp set up chill out enjoy everyone's company if you're by yourself maybe just hang out by yourself and then not have to worry about all this stuff and then especially in large groups and long longer trips people want to kind of get up and go they don't want to get up and mosey yeah. around for three hours some people do though some people and have that, an agenda that's where, so that's where the uh the trailer is kind of gonna change my way because you know i go i got some good friends sharon and richard that uh live up in Tennessee. We met at rendezvous uh, a couple years ago. And I mean, we were at rendezvous last year, me, Jonathan, Sharon, and Richard and Jonathan's tent. He's got a hard shell. He, his tent was packed up three minutes. Richard and Sharon have a uh, trailer. They're drinking their coffee, looking at me like, Hey, come on, hurry up, jackass. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fold up your tent. <laughs> let's go. You know, cause we were trying to go hit some trails and go explore, That's you know, awesome. I mean, with, with having a trailer, yeah. not only do you, you can leave most, most, if not all of your stuff in it, except for like foods and stuff, you know, you leave that, you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know, like with me having a rooftop tent and not having a trailer, if I want to go somewhere, it's like, all right, I got pull everything out of the garage, throw everything in the truck. You know I mean? It's a, it's a three hour ordeal just to get everything loaded up. So that's awesome. One last question for you. What's probably the coolest thing you've purchased for, I don't know, maybe under 400 bucks, under 300 bucks, somewhere in there in the last year or two, the coolest thing that you're like, I don't leave without it. Probably my shower. And it was right around like 400 bucks. Cause I got the, the Julka kit and then the, uh, the, okay. uh, that dual room shower tent. Being being on a trail after three or four days, that that first shower after three or four days, man, you you'd almost pay like a hundred bucks for that. It, it's awesome. You know, <laughs> yeah. What about what about you? What's uh what's the Taylor what's the just built? Thing you bought? Come on, oh, I'll put you on the spot. Oh uh, man, I'll tell you what. I bought a uh, I think it's it was a Blue Eddy. It was, I don't even, it's like a 700 watt hour, um, little power station that Taylor, um, from diamond state off road sent it to me last year. It was like a fire show, oh, wow. 200 bucks. And I'm like, and here's the kicker. We wanted black and that's what we bought. So it's 200 bucks, free shipping, all this stuff. Well, we get an email. Um, oh, sorry. We're out of black. All we've got left is this. Me like teal color and i'm like yeah for 200 bucks i don't care you know it, as long as it works 
So that works with my uh, fridge at night because I just keep it on my cigar uh, or cigarette lighter plugged in during the day. And at night, I'll plug it in the Blue Eddy. Same thing like in the uh, wintertime. I don't really need the fridge on that much. So I use it for my diesel heater. Works perfect. So I'm, I'm trying to save up my pennies and either do an onboard kind of charging station uh, with a dual battery setup, something like that. But I'm not there yet. I, I really don't have a lot of room in, yeah, in my you, rig. If you can get away with it, try and DIY your dual battery setup. Because <clears throat> most of the most of the ones that oh yeah uh, for sure like I I went up I went with the uh, the Genesis off road dual battery setup and that can get a little pricey but then again I'm not really electrical savvy to where I kind of want something that I could just buy and uh, I literally had to hook up four wires to both batteries I mean it was it was super easy had the yeah. isolator had had everything ready to go. So I mean that that's I'd ra- I'd rather I'd rather spend a little bit more Jacob, and, and have uh, ease of installation than uh you know so, I mean man they got some guys in budget overland that, that they'll pop up a setup oh hey look look what I just wired up and it's like man I'm so jealous of that I wish I wish I actually was able to to know how to do stuff like that you know yeah. oh man I got these solar panels I got all this stuff wired up it's know? it's overwhelming. It, it is like to me, like looking at it, cause I'm not an electrician. I could do some stuff, but, but whenever you're talking DC and AC and you've got to run X, Y, and Z size gauges with relays and all this stuff, you're thinking yeah. what, but I've been educating myself slowly over the past year, picking people's brains like Tate from Overland Spices is really knowledgeable in this. Um, uh, Jacob Biddle's got a nice setup in his truck, but he doesn't have back seats because of it and his fridge, but it's a clean install and it's got a platform to where he could put stuff on top of the platform because of all his camera gear and all that stuff. He's charging batteries constantly. Plus his phone and, and all that other you stuff. Know, I so. just thought of something you, you said for 300 bucks or 400 bucks or less. And I completely forgot about it. And I've been flying it every single day since I got home. I lucked out. I was on natural, natural state overland the other day. Uh, and, uh, Caleb and Paige from, uh, no barrier adventures. They, I was literally in the right place at the right time, Benji. They posted uh, a <laughs> DJI Mini 2 drone for 300 bucks, like two minutes before I saw it on Facebook, and I was able to jump on it. That thing is awesome. Wow. That thing's awesome. Awesome. That's fun. Yeah, How, are you getting the I'm hang of it, flying it, it around and stuff? But it's all good. It, it's, Gosh, it didn't damage man. it, so I got lucky. So we're gonna we're gonna expect a YouTube channel. Like, <laughs> I don't soon. know about that. We got to come full circle yeah, with this overlanding yeah, I thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like watching the YouTube and everything. I just I I don't know if I have the patience for that. Having to run ahead and set up <laughs> cameras and doing drone shots and oh, it's that, insane. That, I'll just I'll just go on trips with Caleb or uh, Taylor and them and let let them do it. And I just I'll just do a cameo, you know. Yeah. Do it that way. Yeah. Man, I tell you what, them boys, some some of these guys out there, they have mad skills when it comes to recording and telling stories and and I appreciate each and every one of them too. I mean, there's probably at least ten channels out there I like to to watch regularly and Yeah, uh, it's they're all different. I mean, I, I so saw that uh that one that Caleb did. Uh not 
it was for uh, 2021 at Moore. Man, that was awesome. Like just the, the intros mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. I just, I would, I would love to be able to have that ability cool. to do editing and and things like that. Yeah. Well, before we say goodbye, is there anything you want to tell anybody out there in the world of listeners, of Overland listeners, what to do? Any any advice? Anything you want to tell them? Get out there and explore. Don't look for. Don't get caught up in, you know, needing the the biggest or the best or the, the name brand stuff. My my best advice is to go make a trip, make two or three trips, and each trip, shoot, I think. I think it was in Budget Overland the other day. Somebody, uh, somebody had a notebook. I think I saw that post where take some notes. You know, hey, what would you know? What would you yeah like to have on this trip? What, what if what what could you do without? And just go that route. I mean, you could. If I would have done that when I first started, I'm sure I could have saved. I probably could have saved a thousand dollars just buying little things here and there. You know, just just oh, yeah. get out there and and explore it's good advice man well justin i appreciate you not only for being on tonight but being an admin and being in the community being a cool a cool cat within the community um i'm, I'm looking forward to 23 and oh, 24 too, my friend man. i appreciate you you letting me help out i know uh i know we got a bunch of good good group in there that uh that try to keep it running smoothly and uh do do our best i mean yep. you're always gonna have a few that disagree with uh, some of the posts that get taken down and things like that, but I mean, it's it's being done for the, I mean, I guess the betterment of the group, you know, just to try and alleviate some of the some of the yeah BS that goes on with it. But uh, it's definitely not to be malicious or oh hey we don't like this person so we're gonna take down their stuff. I mean, it, it's we seem like we have a pretty good group that uh, has a, a takes a level headed approach to it. And tries to keep it uh keep it running smooth, but I, I tell you what, man, it, it's growing like crazy. It's awesome every time you you log in or you open up the page and you see, you know, oh hey, you gain a hundred and ten people, or man, you you go in and you, oh man, you got one hundred and seventy five pending members. It's it's definitely cool to see to see where it's where it's come from. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. We need to do something also like like you were saying earlier, uh maybe maybe on the website, like drop a pin and I'll go in and like figure out where everyone's from. Like not necessarily the state or the country, but yeah. like the town. Like yeah, drop that a pin. Awesome. Like that'd be so cool. It, you know? That takes some time. That, that could like probably a be a group project. Like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's there's technology out there to where you could do it yourself and then it'll just do it do it for you. But well, we are officially crap, an hour, at one hour. An hour worth of blabbing. That's insane. <laughs> all right, everybody, one and all, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to go leave a review on Apple Podcast. I will see you Monday for Overland Shenanigans. Bye-bye.